Wow. Welcome to week 101 of the podcast. Had our 100th episode. Now we're ready to roll to the next 100. On this week's show, lovely Maria joins us as we talk sex in the living room. Another episode of Fuck My Life. Great interview with Carmine Apiece. It's almost golf season and time for the Masters, so we present Caddy Comebacks. Glenner's tips for a safe password. We ask, is this vintage? And I give you my take on Will Smith and Chris Rock. This week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Today, my husband started his middle life crisis with a bang, or rather several bangs, as he admitted that there are not one but two women out there pregnant with his babies. Oh, and he quit his job to escape the daily grind. Oh, and he remortgaged the house to buy a truck so we could go cross country. Fuck my life! Today, a woman I didn't know swung at me in Walmart. After scuffling, security pulled us apart. We waited for the cops. Why? Well, apparently I ruined her brother's life and sent him into a tragic spiral after I refused to go to a high school dance with him years and years and years ago. I have no idea who she's talking about or who this woman is. Fuck my life! Today, my six-year-old son came up and asked, Dad, when you're dead, can I have your wallet? My life. <laughs> Today I got my hair cut. When I was leaving, my stylist was standing fairly close while we were talking. She reached out to smooth out my hair. I thought she wanted a hug. I went in for a hug. Uh, she didn't want a hug. Everyone who was there just started staring at me until I left the building. Yes. My life. <laughs> accidentally sharted during sex with a dude I'd been seeing. I was seriously embarrassed. But then he was excited about, quote, new territory we can explore together, unquote. Oh, my Lord. Yes! My life. <laughs> Today I had a date in my dreams. It was a pity date with someone who was already taken. Man, I can't even get a real date in my dreams? My life. Today, my girlfriend, all excited because her uncle was coming for a visit. She started telling me stories about her uncle. And the more she talked, the worse it got. And I'm fairly certain her uncle is a cult leader. And my girlfriend was born into a brainwashed cult by a cult that got shut down by the police. Yes! My life. <laughs> Today, I told my boyfriend I was pregnant. Instead of being happy, he freaked out. Then he told me I was trying to trap him. Um, we've been together 12 years. This is our third child. Fuck my life! Day in the middle of dinner, went to rest my chin on my hand. Miss, stuck the straw from my drink straight deep into my nose. Yes! Fuck my life! And finally, today my horror movie obsessed girlfriend hit a new level of crazy when she asked me to dress up as Ghostface during sex. Fuck my life! I mean, you did it, right, dude? You did it, right? You totally did it. <laughs> hey, here's a thing that exists. It's pizza toast. It's pizza on toast, and it's a thing. Pizza toast. Yeah, it's got, like, well, you know, they do the avocado toast. Now it's all the rage. So now they're just doing, it's basically just put all your pizza ingredients on a piece of toast. That's the big surprise. 
It's the big TikTok thing now. Uh, well, it's better than swallowing. They don't have them with Tide Pods yet? Tide Pod toast? That's not a thing? Huh, that's too bad. I haven't tried the pizza toast. Or the Skittle jelly. Or pork butter. Or chickpea gumbo. Or squid jerky. Or possum sausage. Or banana broth. Ooh, I haven't tried the banana broth. I bet you it's wonderful. Or Gouda bok choy. How about Twinkie schnitzel? Let's just keep combining crap. Wiener cream. All right, that sounded extra disgusting. Or kumquat whatever you want to add to kumquat because kumquat is already hilarious. Uh, now, uh, I was just recently in Maui. Went to Maui for a bit and um, played some golf. I played it, you know, just some low course, but one, I got to play where they have caddies and everything. If you've ever played golf with a caddy where they know the course and everything, they're carrying your bags, the whole works, it's pretty cool. You know, they, and they are, they're always very kind because they know you're going to tip them, and I've caddied before. But I've had to caddy for some real idiots, some real dumbasses. I knew I wasn't going to get a tip. I was just out there caddying for them. So that's when you just kind of say, you know what, I'm just going to call it like it is. So, I now present you some of Glenner's favorite caddy comebacks. Ugh, I think I'm going to drown myself in this lake. Mm, I don't know. Do you think you can keep your head down that long, sir? Ugh, I would move heaven and earth to just break 100 on this damn course. I would try heaven. You've already moved most of the earth, sir. So, Caddy, let me ask you something. Do you think my game is improving? Oh, yes. I mean, you missed the ball much closer now. So, what do you think? Can I get there from here with a five iron? Mm, eventually. Please stop checking your watch all the time. It's way too distracting with my game. Uh, it's not a watch, sir. It's a compass. So, how do you like my game? Oh, it's very good. But personally, eh, I prefer golf. Do you think it's a sin to play golf on Sunday? Eh, the way you play, sir, it's probably a sin on any day. I'll tell you, this is the worst course I've ever played on. Oh, this isn't the golf course, sir. No, we left that about an hour ago. Well, that can't be my ball. It's too old. I don't know, sir. It's been a long time since we teed off. I swear to God, you've got to be the worst caddy in the world. Mm, I don't think so. I mean, that would be way too much of a coincidence. What, no tip? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, so a couple weeks ago, I was in Maui for a bit. Now, here's the weird thing that I found in Maui. I love Maui. It's a, it's a great chill place, right? And just kick back. We had, uh, Em and I had all kinds of plans. Oh, we're going to go on this hike. Then we're going to go on this sh uh, shore excursion. Then we're going to, and then we got there on the beach. We got a Mai Tai in us. Got a little buzz going. We went, nah. Surfed a little bit, played a little golf. Other than that, it was beach, pool, pool, beach. That was it. Maybe go out for a nice meal somewhere. That's all we did. It's fantastic. Recharge felt really good. 
But here's one thing. Now, Maui and all of Hawaii uh, has always had a lot of chickens. Birds of all kinds. All birds are covered under their, you know, they're, they're all protected. Even chickens. Every bird on the island is protected. So chickens kind of run rampant. There's, there's some chickens around. Well, chicken families, you hear roosters a lot if you're in a condo somewhere. It's not unusual to hear roosters in the morning. But this trip we went over there, and I don't know if you've been over there this year, but you will see an incredible increase in chickens, like more than tenfold. You might see one wandering around. At the Safeway parking lot, I counted no fewer than 25 chickens. That was in the parking lot of Safeway. 25 chickens. A couple of them, I didn't even count the, you know, the, the regular hens had like three, all, all, every hen walking around had a bunch of little ones next to it. And I'm trying to figure out, man, what's going on with these chickens? Why are there, and a lot of the roosters were beautiful. These big guys with blue and orange and red and all these great colors. They look like they're show chickens at the fair. Then I found out why. And this is great. Here's the story. Here's what happened in, in Maui. Apparently... Maui has a huge underground cockfighting ring. It's huge in Maui. And these little warehouses and stuff will fill up with hundreds of people for the cockfights. Which, of course, during the... Uh, for the most time, the cops kind of look their other way. Except during the pandemic. Hawaii, if you know. I mean, up until two weeks ago, you still had, a ma- had to wear a mask on to walk into any store, any hotel, indoors, anywhere you had to wear a mask. I mean, while I was there, it was really weird. So they were real tight on it. So the cops cracked down, but they kept reopening these places right after the cops would close down. So what did they do? They confiscated all the chickens. But these are protected birds, so they can't get rid of them. So what'd they do? They let them go. And during the pandemic, where everybody was off the streets, much like the hogs did in uh, Arkansas, Mississippi, Texas, that population exploded deer in the upper peninsula michigan montana uh all through there the deer uh population exploded peacock populations exploded on the east coast boa constrictors in florida just all the wild animals just exploded and in maui it was chickens there's probably more chickens than people on maui right now and it was the height of spring break i mean there's chickens everywhere they're putting on their suntan lotion Buying matching moo-moos. Here was my favorite part about it, though. And it was Maria that made the observation. Not only is there an extreme explosion in chickens, but we couldn't help but notice the explosion of street-side chicken places. Everywhere. Every block, there was huli huli chicken, teriyaki chicken, polo chicken, barbecue chicken. It's like, okay. Where are they getting all these chickens? I think we know. And like Maria said, you know, I'll eat grain-fed. I'll eat grass-fed chickens, range-free. But these range-free chickens aren't being fed on grass. Now they're being fed on the vomit of hobos behind Safeway. Do you want to eat that chicken? So just be leery of the chicken in Hawaii. So there's two things we don't eat in Hawaii. And that's chicken now and coffee. And the reason we don't drink coffee is because when we were there during the tsunami years ago, we had to spend the night up on a hillside. And the only place to go bathroom was in this field across the street. And hundreds of people used it. The next day, we found out it was the Maui coffee plantation. So we don't drink Maui coffee anymore either. 
or eat their chickens. I wanted to take a minute to address the Will Smith thing this week on the podcast. It was such a huge monumental moment in the history of entertainment in our country. It's one of those big ones. It'll be around forever. Everybody will remember Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Now, as a husband, as a comic, as an entertainer, I know exactly where I stand on this. And uh, I guess this is just one more thing that polarized our country, right? I mean, if it wasn't politics, it was masks. If it wasn't masks, it was vaccinations. If it wasn't vaccinations, it's Will Smith slapping Chris Rock with a weak-ass bitch slap, I might add. And I've lost all, he has lost all credibility to me, Will Smith. And I was a huge, am a huge Will Smith fan. But have you noticed his family always seemed just a little off? His kids have this warped, weird sense of reality. It's never really been there. I love his wife. I think she's, uh, I admire the heck out of her as well. I've loved everything she's done. But then they have the open marriage thing. There's just been a lot of weirdness around that family. And this just adds to that storyline. But in one false swoop, Will Smith let millions of people know that A, it's okay to walk on stage and assault a comic simply because you didn't agree with his joke, which is wrong. B, he just helped uh, cement the stereotype of people of color having, uh, you know, emotional, mental issues, which is not true, but he didn't help that either. And C, he also helped, uh, helped feed fuel to the fire of the stereotype that women need a strong man to protect them and stand up for them. My wife looked at that and scoffed, said, really, you know, you don't have to fight my fights for me. I can handle it myself. Had it been me and it offended me and I saw my wife upset, I would have handled it differently. After the show, mano on mano, me and Chris Rock. And then if it's go time, it's go time. But instead to walk up and just slap him, right? Cold cock him with a bitch slap. I was fucking off, way off target. And I hope this doesn't give others the, the think now that, oh, we can all do what Will Smith did because I was offended by that joke because of my feels. So that's just my two cents about this whole Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. Will Smith lost all credibility. Chris Rock gained a shit ton because of his poise and the way he handled that and went on and gave away the award. And then what do we do with Will Smith? After assault on stage and dropping not one but two F-bombs during an ABC telecast of the Oscars? Oh, my God. And then what did they do? They gave him a trophy and a standing ovation and let him give a big speech about love. Are you fucking shitting me? Will Smith, I'm sorry. Not a fan anymore. Not anymore. It's my two cents. radio, time to uh, play a little game that we haven't played, actually, in a few weeks, because he's uh, the guy that plays it with us has been a busy man, and that would be uh, the one uh, illustrious mayor of our fair city, and that's Mayor Jim Matherly. Jim, how are you? I like the adjectives you used to describe me. Well, you know, well, now I get to add a new one, and that is grandfather. Let me be one of the first to congratulate you on being a grandpa now. Good for you, man. Yeah, I did. I had didn't have much to do with it, but I, <laughs> well, I did bring the young man in the world. That that's was right. Able to no, make no, grandparents, grandparents do everything. We've <laughs> you have earned that title. Ed. Don't say you haven't uh, done anything. So, congratulations to you. Right now, though, that's neither here nor there because we got business to attend to. We got a game we call Yes or BS. You ready for it? I'm ready. 
All right, well, let's do this. And now it's time for... Yes! 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 Or BS! Okay, now, here's the thing. I know you're a big Beatles fan and everything, so this one is as close as I could go, go because uh, recently it would have been the 50th wedding anniversary of John and Yoko. Um, oh, yeah, that's th- right. That just passed. So this is all about John and Yoko. So how's that sound? Is that good? Uh, it's, it's, I'll it's, do it's my bit. best. Okay. Uh, here's one. John and Yoko uh, spent their honeymoon doing interviews about world peace in bed. Uh, they did it on their honeymoon. Is that yes or BS? That's a yes. See how quick he was on that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was their first of two bed-ins for peace, so we're famous. But uh, I think what uh, a lot of folks said, uh, the one I was trying to catch on was that they did it on their actual wedding anniversary. The second one was two months later at a hotel, that uh, probably the more famous one, and that was in Montreal, where they recorded Give Peace a Chance. And honestly, the, the sign that was on the wall, Hair Peace and Bed Peace, that they wrote, sold at auction for a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Of course it a did. A few years ago, because that came right from their bedroom. So it was oh, a big deal. here's the yeah. thing. If anybody had anything from that room, a pillow, a scarf, a handkerchief, <laughs> you know, it could have been anything. Uh, by been. the way, here's the next one. Uh, yes or BS on this one. Um, it was John's third marriage, but Yoko's first. Yes. That- yes. Oh, God, that's yes. oh yeah. my gosh. That is such a good one because John had was married to Cynthia before Yoko, but I don't think he was married once. I'm going to say that's BS. Was it BS? You're right. It was his second and, and uh, believe it or not, it was Yoko's third, technically fourth. Her second marriage had to be annulled because she hadn't finalized her divorce. Then she remarried her second husband before eventually meeting John and, uh, Divorcing him again. So there you go. Yeah, okay. So she I was no idea. She, she had the bigger track record. Here's your next one. Okay. Yes or BS. The Beatles' last number one hit in the UK was a song about Yoko. Yes. That- yes. Oh, it was probably the ballad of John and Yoko, and I'd say that's true. That's yes. Wow, he's right again. Yes, it was the Ballad of John and Yoko. Hit number one in the UK, number eight in the US. Their last number one hit in America. Do you know what that was? Just for fun. I want to say the Long and Winding Road. You're right again. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> I would put our mayor's Beatle uh, trivia up against any mayor. I think at this point. Uh, yeah, some yeah. station in the US didn't play the Ballad of John and Yoko because it references crucifixion. It um, does. Yeah, uh, no big right. deal. Yeah, because that was a big deal then, I guess. <laughs> it was obviously deal, before yeah. the Like a Virgin video. Here we go. <laughs> uh, that John and Yoko actually got married in Paris. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good. I may blow this one because I don't know where they actually got married. So I'm just going to take a chance and say yes. Uh no, you were doing so well. God dang it! Shoot! Oh man. See, I don't even have to edit anything when the when the mayor cusses. I don't even have to edit. Um, Gall dang it, shoot. Um, shucky darn. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, shucky darn. Uh, they tried to get married in Paris, but they couldn't. So they oh. chartered a plane to Gibraltar and got married oh. at the British consulate office in Gibraltar. 
Jeez, I didn't know that bit of trivia. I, I'm, I'm slacking in my knowledge of well, all things Beatles. Say, I'm glad I could offer something to the, you know, bring yeah, something certainly. to the table here. <laughs> Finally, here's one more for you. Their wedding, uh, well, it only lasted 10 minutes. The wedding itself. Oh, yeah. If it was at the console, it had to be fast. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Plus, it was easier to get married in Gibraltar because it's a British territory and John was a citizen. The wedding only lasted 10 minutes and they posed for some photos and flew straight back to France. So there you go. Uh, That's another edition of Yes or BS with our good friend, the mayor. All about John and Yoko. He knows all about him. Uh, next up will be Ozzy and Sharon will be our next one. So start studying now. I will. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mayor, keep up the good work. Congratulations. Uh, Grandpa Mayor now from now on is what? I've got a new nickname for you after all these years. Grandpa Mayor. All right. Or is it Mayor Grandpa? I think Mayor Grandpa. All right. Uh, Jim, best of luck. Keep up the good work. Yeah, thanks, Glenn. Take care. From the farthest North Rock station in the world. It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Man that's just rolling and chilling right now. Taking some uh, much-needed R&R because the guy just moves, 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 goes, goes, goes. Legendary rock drummer extraordinaire, Carmine Peace. Uh, somewhere in the Caribbean, St. Martin, I do believe, chilling out, looking at that Caribbean sea. Carmine, how are you? I'm good, dude. And yesterday, the biggest cruise ship in the world passed by our house. It's called the Wonder of the Sea. I've, I've seen pictures of that thing. stories high. This thing is humongous. 15 stories high, and it's a boat. I know. I see them. They just look like they're going to just tip over. It's just going to fall over. I know. I'm just amazed at how they float. And I know you got irons in the fire. April 2nd to the 7th, we're going to uh, Disney World because it's our anniversary. All right. Wait wait a second. So your anniversary, for your anniversary, rock legend, Carmine Peace is going to Disney World. We're going to Disney World because That's uh, excellent. we went there once before, and we really liked it. Speaking of concerts, here's a weird one. Maybe the pandemic really is winding down because now the World Health Organization has turned their attention to this. They issued new global guidelines for concert venues, and they're suggesting keeping the average sound level below 100 decibels to protect people's hearing. According to one source we saw, your average rock concert is more like 120 to 130, and they want those to be quieter. They also say venues should think about adding what they call quiet zones, where people can go to get away from the noise. At a concert. What do you think of quiet zones? Ridiculous. (laughs) They're just trying to do whatever they can just to buzz balls. You know what (laughs) you you can do? uh, What a lot of people do at concerts, and it's not a bad idea. You put in um, uh, earplugs. Earplugs. That way you can, I mean, that's what you guys have been doing for years, right? It's up to you. That's why I wear hearing aids. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's up to to the people, you know. Right. Quiet zones. Could you imagine a quiet zone? Let's say you're going to a Metallica concert and there's a quiet zone. Quiet zone, yeah. (laughs) It's just like asking Dolly Parton to be in the Rock Hall of Fame, you know? All right, well, I didn't want to explode your brain, but um, you and I feel the same way about the Rock Hall of Fame, of course. Yeah, but uh, here's one for you, and I'm uh, this made my brain explode, and it's going to do the same for you. Uh, we already talked about folks, you know, who are ABBA and Dolly Parton and Tubac and Madonna getting in. Well, uh, still, there's always people with energy to complain. And now here are the acts that are going to be eligible in the coming years. You've got Lady Gaga, Adele. Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Kanye West, Maroon 5, Justin Timberlake, Jennifer Lopez, Britney Spears, Coldplay, and Missy Elliott. 
<laughs> None of them are rock. <laughs> Coldplay slides in maybe a little, and I yeah, maybe maybe, but yeah, not one of those. But those are I think they they didn't list the rock acts. This was they're strictly out of they're running out of rock acts that are influential. That's what it's supposed to be about. You'd think you so, know? but that's not what it's about anymore. And you and I both no, know that. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now it's about celebrity. Yeah, it, it really is. And being yeah. woke and making sure not to offend anyone. So that's that's what it's yeah. all about. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're offending every rock fan on the planet by just by yeah. being and the, them. And the other thing, we, I was discussing this with another radio today. You know, if you do win, then you've got to pay 15 grand for a table. Ridiculous. <laughs> that's how it works. That's how they get you. That's Carmine Apiece. You know, Enjoy your I mean, time uh, in the what, Caribbean. What did you, what, what, what you get like an, an old blues guy that supposedly, you know, influenced people? And they, you know, they have some old blues guys like in there. Yeah. You know, what they had to pay fifteen grand for a table. They yeah, that's not can't right. Afford it. That's not right. Not right. See, I I yeah. knew I shouldn't have got him started on this. I should have just shut up right there. I shouldn't have done there it. There you go. Carmine, right, have a great that? weekend in the Caribbean. <laughs> we'll talk next week, bro. Ah, oh, that time of the morning, the hunger pangs. Everybody needs a foodie roundup in them. Yeah! Yeah! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There we go. Time for your foodie roundup this week. You're looking food. We're going to do it a little early. Uh, all right, some people won't care about this, but the ones who do really care about it. McDonald's announced they're bringing back their Szechuan dipping sauce later this month. They added it in the menu in 98 to promote the Disney movie Mulan. Then it was gone for two decades until an episode of Rick and Morty name-dropped it in 2017. So they brought it back for like a day. And this time, uh, it's it's the fourth time in 24 years. But here's the catch, the caveat. You can get it through the McDonald's app starting March 31st and only through the app. There's a limit of five per customer while supplies last, and that might only be a couple of days. Wow. You're really into that. Meanwhile, they're bringing that back. Starbucks phasing out uh, their iconic disposable cups. Yep. And no, it's not just because baristas continue to struggle to spell. They say it's considered an ubiquitous symbol of a throwaway society. They want to completely eliminate disposable cups by 2025. So what are they going to do within three years? They're testing multiple solutions, like a borrowing system. What? Another solution involved ramping up the incentives for people who bring their own mugs. All right. See, now that would be nice. Everybody start doing that. All right, fine. Take a couple bucks off your $10 latte. Oh, here's a good life hack. Taking a suitcase, like a smaller one like you'd use for a carry-on, to the uh, grocery store. Somebody on TikTok showed it and bragged about it. life hack. Weird thing to do, but kind of makes sense. She uses the carry-on size, puts it in the bag, and puts everything in it as she, and then puts it back in there. Doesn't use any bags, puts all the groceries in that, zips it up, strolls it out. Now, as long as you don't have like a major haul, that kind of works. Hey, guess what? Walmart now has mac and cheese ice cream and pizza ice cream. If I told you what store do you think would sell mac and cheese and pizza ice cream, you would say Walmart, right? Well, you're right. 
They describe it as cream cheese and mozzarella ice cream with a tomato jam swirl and basil crust cookies. Wow, those sound horrible. Yeah. All right, everything's going virtual, including your beer. The world's first virtual beer is now available in the metaverse. Don't get too excited. It's a Heineken product. It's their Heineken Silver. And in a video hyping it, the company joked introducing the new virtual Heineken Silver with no calories, no hidden ingredients, and no beer. Try it now. It's available. If you have any idea of what any of this means, I'll buy you Heineken Silver. They say it's an ironic joke, their virtual beer. Well, let's see. We got mac and cheese turning into ice cream. How about an icy turned into fova? Turned its frozen beverages into cookies. Classic icy drink? Yeah. They turned two of their classic flavors into cookies. Cherry or blue raspberry cookies now. So everybody's just changing something. So the Slurpee now will probably be some kind of, I don't know, ice cream sandwich. Spreadable Cinnamon Toast Crunch is now a thing. Oh my God, I am all over this one. Finally, one I can get behind. It's called Cinnamon Toast Crunch Creamy Cinnamon Spread. Comes in a jar. Looks like peanut butter, but it tastes like the cereal. You can get it at Kroger brand stores, which means what? That means uh, Freddy's, right? I'm getting this. And finally, a new health trend. Get this one. Drinking fish tank cleaner to stay young. Yeah, it's called methylene blue, and it's bright blue in color, and people are posting photos showing off their blue tongues as they drink it. Experts say there's no evidence, though. Uh... Save it for the fish tank. No evidence. Stop doing it. That's your foodie roundup. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Hey. Hi, sweetheart. What's going on? So, um, uh, you and I have been married a while, and, uh, you know, our kids are grown now, and uh, we were for a while empty nesters till they came back. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, if you remember the day, and soon they're leaving again anyway. So we like having them around. We love having our kids. We love our kids. But there's also those benefits of being an empty nester. I came up, this is a list that came out from a website. And it says the 10 best things about becoming an empty nester. You tell me what's missing from this list. Number 10, having more disposable income. Sometimes I don't, know. I, don't, I don't think it would matter whether they live with us or not. They always <laughs> seem to still suck money from us. <laughs> they still suck us dry, I know. <laughs> um, make whatever you want for dinner. Okay. We do that anyway. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, they hey. They don't even like the food we eat. So. No, no, they eat crap. Well, or Ryan yeah. doesn't. She just eats Japanese crap. Uh, <laughs> not having to go around the house collecting dirty cups and plates. Yeah, there's a lot less of that. I'll go with that one. Uh, yeah, but Ryan does the dishes regularly. Yeah, so we that haven't, does help. Yeah, that does help. Uh, <laughs> more freedom, and you can be more spontaneous. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll go with that, yeah. Cooking is easier. That's more fun, I guess. Not having to clean up after them. Well, yeah, if they're not there, that's kind of an obvious one, right? Energy yeah, bills then. energy bills go down because uh, they're not using as much water or their gadgets. Or oh, that's a for Wi-Fi. sure. Yep, that's true. That's uh, true. When you clean the house, it actually kind of stays clean. Yep, I'll go with that one too. We have a dog, yeah, so. a big hairy dog, <laughs> and a Wilson. Uh, 
Yeah, your food bills go down. Okay, I can see that a little bit. And the number one is less laundry. And I agree with that one, too. But, yeah, what's... Well, we don't, we don't do their laundry, so that... We don't do their laundry, but still, no. it's always in there. Every time I go to put a load That's in, one true. of the other kids That's have theirs in. But what is the one glaring thing missing from this list? Living room sex. Living room sex. It's not even <laughs> on the top ten. Well, I guess people just don't... I don't know. Uh, what about just hanging out naked, right? I don't, yeah. You know how much I don't like that. You don't like doing that or you don't like me doing that? Well, uh, both. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, you and I have talked about this. You need to put on clothes I, I when you get out of you, bed. I thought you liked it when I was hanging out naked. I have never said that. As a matter of fact, I usually scold you. Go put on some trunks. All right, then I can go with some trunks then. Wow, I thought I thought being naked around the house would have been higher on the list too. I'll be straight I, up. Yeah, I know that's what you thought. All right, but we both agree on the living room sex that should yeah, have been in yeah. there, right? Uh, the the one that missed the list was turning the bedroom or office or guest room, uh, or uh, a bedroom or guest room into an office. That was the other one. Yeah, but we did that, but then they came home. So. Right. Well, and that's when we told them we had transferred it, uh, changed it into our, our sex dungeon, and they never went in that room again. <laughs> yeah, it could have been the eyelet hanging from the ceiling. I don't know. <laughs> we put a plant over it, remember? Yeah, they have no idea. They just think it's a place to hang plants. Shh. <laughs> Shower thoughts. I bet if humans had tails like animals, we would 100% have accessories for them, like piercings or jewelry. Ooh, or like those ones for cats that hang a diamond over their butthole. It's all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. It's time for the Crumper Creek Wild News Report. And here's your headlines this week. Straight off the presses. That TV show, This Is 40, is getting a sequel. It's called This Is 50. Uh Uh-huh, here's the plot. Yeah, they bicker for another 90 minutes, only they're 10 years older. And they walk slower. And the show is on two hours earlier. Daniel Radcliffe learned to play the accordion uh, for his role as Weird Al in the upcoming Weird Al movie. You know, a lot of roles require you to do dangerous things, but very few put you in the crosshairs of high school bullies. Very interesting. Elsewhere in in Florida, a man stole $30,000 worth of turtles from a breeder. You know, I could understand one or two, but $30,000 worth? That's just being shellfish. (sighs) The Eiffel Tower is 20 feet taller. They added a new antenna on top. However, it does go back to its original size during cold weather. Shrinkage. Kawasaki has invented a giant robot goat that you can ride. Wow, I can't think of a better way for man to greet the apocalypse. Good work, science. substitute teacher arrested for touching himself in front of students in Nutley, New Jersey. Uh Uh-huh, Nutley. 
You don't want to hear what went down by the teacher that's substituting intercourse, Pennsylvania. I'm going to just leave it right there. An Oregon man arrested for trafficking scorpions in the U.S. I don't even know why there's a market for that. You know what? You go online, you can still get Love at First Sting for like $9.99 on Amazon. Not kidding you. Oh. Spring break. Made a triumphant return to Florida without COVID restrictions. Oh, also making a triumphant return to spring break. Syphilis, herpes, and chlamydia. We're back, baby. We are back. And finally, KFC, McDonald's, and Coca-Cola have all pulled out of Russia. Wow. It's like we've declared war on Donald Trump's breakfast, right? That'll teach him. This has been the Crawford Creek World News Report. Well, episode 101 in the books as we roll towards spring here in Crapper Creek, Alaska. We thank you for tuning in around the world. Come up and see us sometime. We're getting into the uh, midnight sun time of the year, although we still have some fantastic northern lights shooting across the sky late at night. Even better on mushrooms. You ought to check it out. Have a great week. Uh, Share this with your friends. Listen to the show Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Alaska time at xrock959.com. You'll love the rock on that show as I broadcast from the cabin here on the farthest North Rock station on planet Earth. And just one safety tip before I go. Remember, whatever you do this weekend, wherever you go, just make sure to keep Will Smith's wife's name out your fucking mouth. See you next week. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.